Welcome to episode 44 of the Mayberry Devotional entitled, Test the Spirits. Today I'll be looking at season 2, episode 9 of the Andy Griffith Show, Aunt B's Brief Encounter. I'll also be looking at scripture from 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. We see the episode start off with Aunt B on the porch, watching Mr. Wheeler as he's spraying her roses. Andy comes home for a hot lunch, sees Mr. Wheeler, and expects that he's trying to take Aunt B. After talking to him for a minute or two, Andy gets a good impression of him and allows him to finish his work, though. After Mr. Wheeler finishes his work and before he leaves, he asks Aunt B for an onion so he can make him some stew. Aunt B and Andy find out that he normally just eats out of the back of his truck and fixes his food on a small grill, so they invite him to eat dinner with them. While at dinner, the family finds out more about Mr. Wheeler and find out about his background, and it appears that Aunt B is kind of expressing an interest in Mr. Wheeler. Andy volunteers to do the dishes so that Aunt B can spend some more time with him. After the time is spent, it's time for Mr. Wheeler to leave when Andy concocts a story to give Mr. Wheeler more work around the house. As he agrees to stay, he starts to head off to his truck to sleep, only to be stopped by the tailors and offered a guest bedroom. The next day, as Mr. Wheeler is starting to work on the shingles, he has some back pain that causes Andy to help him, which ends up Andy doing all the work while Mr. Wheeler just stands around and watches from the ground. When Aunt B brings some lemonade, she gives it to Mr. Wheeler, you know, seeing as how he's the one that's been working on the roof in the hot sun. Later that evening, we see Mr. Wheeler is taking Aunt B out to a movie and for a walk around town. And again, he's about to leave and Andy comes up with some more work for the handyman. The next day, before he starts painting, Mr. Wheeler, he starts to slick talk Andy, and he has Andy painting the house, you know, the job that he was supposed to do, and he takes Aunt B for a picnic. Back at the courthouse, we see Andy tending to some sore hands when George Bricker, the postman, comes in. Upon meeting Mr. Wheeler, he notices that he has real soft hands for a handyman, This causes Andy to do some thinking, and he makes a call to Mount Pilot Sheriff's Office. The sheriff there tells how Mr. Wheeler moved in with one family, and he flirted with the lady while her brother did all the work around the house and about killed him. Andy won't admit that he's been taken in by him, but he comes up with a plan. That night before dinner, Andy is sitting on the front porch cleaning his gun when he comments to Mr. Wheeler how he's expecting him to propose to Aunt B even calls him uncle to make it more real. Mr. Wheeler, thinking Andy is serious about all this, he he leaves in a hurry without even saying goodbye or eating his dinner. Aunt B is sad and doesn't suspect a thing about the whole reason that Mr. Wheeler is, you know, up to all this stuff. The epilogue shows a handyman stopping by the Taylor house and offers to sharpen knives or maybe fix an umbrella, you know, amongst other things that his truck advertises he can do. Aunt B has some work for him. She's excited about it, and she's about to invite him in for lunch when she catches out of the corner of her eye that Andy's come out on the front porch. When she sees Andy, she quickly changes her mind and runs the handyman off. The scripture I want to look at today comes from 1 John 4, verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. And as you may guess, I'm going to relate this to Mr. Wheeler. As John is writing this chapter, he is telling people to test the spirits. He goes on to tell them that the spirits confess Jesus Christ has come in the flesh from God. They're true believers. 
John uses the word spirit, but this really can mean spirit, angel, preacher, or just any kind of friend, somebody you know. It can mean anyone that might be proclaiming to be a follower of Christ. John is giving them really a litmus test here. If they proclaim Jesus as the Son of God, then that's a pretty good start. John even tells them to be aware of the spirit of the Antichrist. Now, I think that most Protestant denominations would agree that the Antichrist is coming, but he won't show up until around the Tribulation period. There are different beliefs as to when he'll make his appearance, but John is saying that the spirit of the Antichrist is with them already, even during his writing, which was you know really shortly after Jesus' death and resurrection. Anti means against. So you could say that the spirit of Antichrist means really the actions of those who were against Christ. Now, before I go too much further, let me clarify that I don't, I'm not saying that Mr. Whittle was the Antichrist, but I want to look at his actions and compare them to what we see in the world today. I think we can all agree that Mr. Wheeler was really just a con man. He might have known his stuff when it came to painting or laying shingles, but I think he knew a lot more about how to get out of work than he did actually to do the work. When Mr. Wheeler first made an appearance, he got Aunt B to hire him because she thought her rose bushes needed spraying. I'm sure we can debate about whether or not they did, but I think the important thing was Here's how he got his foot in the door, so to speak, with Aunt B. And then he turned on the charm. He made himself look pitiful by cooking his stew in his truck and then letting the family know he'd be sleeping in his truck under the stars. As he started doing more work, he really started doing less work. But I'm sure he got paid for it as if he was doing it. And he was able to spend time with Aunt B. So, as far as we can see, Mr. Wheeler, he did stay longer. We see that he gets paid for the work, and Andy ends up doing all the work, and Mr. Wheeler turns on the charm, and we learn that he's done this before to other people. Now, I'll have to try and keep this short, but how I'm relating this to current times is what we see with false preachers and false teachers doing somewhat similar things. You'll recognize these false teachers by what we'll call the prosperity gospel. Part of this is the idea that God wants us to be happy and prosper, and when we prosper, God is happy. Well, you know, that sounds wonderful up front, but it makes you question, what happens if we don't prosper? Is God not happy with us? For those with depression, is God angry with them because they're not happy? You'll see these prosperity gospel teachers living in huge mansions, making millions of dollars, flying in private jets because they feel that God wants them to be separated because you know they're more special than the rest of the Christians. One preacher that fits into this category has said that he doesn't preach on sin and always seems to want to preach motivational speeches. This is why John you know, wrote to try the spirits. Jesus didn't separate himself from these people. He walked, talked, and taught among those that the New Testament called sinners, the ones that we think of that most people nowadays try to avoid. Back then, false preachers would come along and they would not preach Jesus Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection for the forgiveness of sins. If preachers today will not preach that we do sin, then for what reason do they give that Christ had to die? These are the false teachers that are out there. They're basically... You know, con men who are looking to make money from their words that they speak, or worse than that, they might even be more evil. And they can be classified as Christ said in John 8, 44, when he says, you are of your father, the devil. Now, I don't believe that Mr. Wheeler was an evil man. He was just a con man. And from the way it sounds, he was a pretty good one, too. I believe there are plenty of Mr. Wheelers out there in the world today. 
Some will call you about cars, extended warranties. Some will call you about Medicare, Medicaid. Some will call you about a virus on your computer. And some will tell you how you want a free trip from a, a hotel chain. And some will stand behind the pulpit and they'll tell you wonderful speeches while leaving out Jesus Christ altogether. So whether it's a salesman, a warranty specialist, hotel salesman, handyman, or even a preacher standing behind the pulpit, John's words are still as important today as they were back then in these situations. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits. And while I'm sure John wasn't talking about these other situations, I'm a firm believer that it'll work today just as good as it did back then. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll look at episode 10 of season 2, The Club Men. Until then, thanks for listening.